Welcome to Keeping It Real. It's Jay. I'm back. We're going to talk about something positive for a change. Lately, I had to pass a message that had a tone of negativity, but was needed for your awareness out there because I care about everybody out in this world. And I want you to have pertinent information to help you get along in this world and know what's going on and not just be stupefied by the propaganda that's out there. So let's talk about health today, foods that can change your life. And this is not overcomplicated. It's not about limitations on how much that you eat, which is what most people are worried about. If you stay eating these foods on the list that I'm going to give out to you, quantity doesn't really matter. It's about eating till you're satisfied, but eating healthy foods. Another little point, always try to eat your protein first. Now, if you're vegetarian, vegan, whatever form or fashion you want to call it, well, this doesn't really pertain to you now, does it? But in general, I discourage that type of eating because of nutritional deficiencies and health problems that it can cause. And if you are on this um, spectrum, so to speak, where you believe in it wholeheartedly, then my apology, I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings or that you disagree with me. This food list will still give you some beneficial knowledge if you discount the proteins that I will talk about. Another thing I want you to consider, every time you eat a meal, if you can, Try to take a walk after you eat. This is co- called the postprandial stroll. 10 to 15 minutes. Not asking a lot, folks. It increases your digestion substantially. So you will uptake more nutrition. You will blunt insulin secretion and uptake of nutrients into fat cells. So the benefit of a simple 10 to 15 minute walk, I'm not talking running or speed walking or anything crazy, a simple stroll around the neighborhood, breathing some fresh air, getting your blood flowing. It's amazing what it'll do for you. So with that said, let's get into this. Everyone is on a diet and lots of people hate this word diet, diet die okay diet is a structure a form of eating so you're on a shitty diet eating horrible processed foods you're on personal trainers diet they have you on which is restrictive and starving you to death you're on one of these hcg diets 500 calorie diets That's basically the starve you to death diet. Most people are just on the seafood diet. They see food and they're going to, they're going to eat it. Seafood eat. That's the seafood diet, not fish. I'm talking about you see food, you grab that crap and you stick it in your face because that's what you want. That's not ever going to produce amazing results. 
I'm talking about giving you a food plant that's going to give you amazing results if you don't talk about any other part of your life, not exercise, not doing anything extraordinarily special, just thinking about what you're eating. So we don't have to count every calorie, okay? We don't have to weigh every gram of food that we're going to take in. That's not the kind of diet I'm proposing. I'm going to list simple foods, choices that you can make that can change your life. So get out a pen and paper or pencil or whatever you want and take some notes. First up, now vegans, remember, there's more to come. Proteins. I believe this is the most important thing that you can concern yourself with. Proteins. Let's talk about number one, eggs. It's one of the most perfect protein foods there is, quite simply. The best amino acid profile there is in the protein world. Whole eggs are good. Yes, they are. The yellow, the yolk has been demonized. It has beneficial cholesterol. Your hormones are made manufactured out of these cholesterol molecules. The myth for years is eggs were said to be bad because of this cholesterol. Avoid it. Eat only egg whites. Yeah, it's not true, okay? It's been disproven by science. Discount that. Eat the whole egg. It's so good for you. It's high in choline also, which is a vital nutrient for your brain. Your brain loves choline. Eggs got it. Eggs mix well with other proteins. So other meat products you may want to use to chop up and throw into an omelet, pardon me, or a scrambled uh, egg meal. You can toss other stuff into it. Bacon, beef, chicken, sausage, whatever it might be. Like I said, omelet or scramble and makes it delicious. So consider it. Yes, please do. Next, all meats. Now, all meats cooked without frying them. Do not fry your meats. It's horrible for you to fry anything. I'm talking chicken, pork, beef, fish, turkey. I don't care what kind of meat it is. Elk, bear. (laughs) If you're a hunter, you probably got some cool stuff. Buffalo, whatever. All meats scientifically are proven to be the most nutrient-dense foods on the face of the earth. You can't dispute it, game changers. Sorry. If you were isolated to one food for a year on an island with no supplements and nothing else, meat is the one food that would not leave you with some form of nutrient deficiency. They have B and C vitamins, amino acids, iron, other vitamins and minerals. I mean, it goes on and on. It's great for you. You can subsist off of protein if you had to and nothing else and you would be okay. Also, I've seen so many herbivores out there, herbivore animals. 
that only supposedly eat like grass and leaves and things like that eating other animals it's insane the videos now you can look up that prove herbivores eat other animals you didn't think that's true but when they get a chance they're not predators right but instinct tells them do not pass up this rich food source when it's available i've seen deer eating rabbits Cows eating chickens, turtles eating birds, rabbits eating cats, even cannibalizing, eating other rabbits. The examples go on and on. If you want to look into this and find the videos, you will see proof of this. I'm not saying it to glorify it. I mean, it's fascinating to see how nature works. That's why if you're on Instagram or social media, anywhere where you can look up nature's metal. It's fascinating just to see how nature conducts itself. I mean, it's not like you're, you're glorifying death or anything like that. It is nature. It's the way the world works. It's brutal. It's cruel sometimes, but listen, you vegetarians out there talking about, gorillas or massive pieces of muscle and blah 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 and and there's all sorts of videos of chimpanzees and other monkeys and stuff like that i don't know if there's a uh, one of gorilla eating another uh a, a protein source another animal but there's plenty of chimpanzees and other monkeys that have been caught on video eating other animals chimpanzees especially are brutal about ripping apart other animals and eating them. Yeah. I just wanted to let you know that, okay? Because herbivores seem isolated since they don't necessarily have the gift of a predator to hunt other animals, but it's just when opportunity prevents itself, a vegetarian animal will eat meat because of the nutrition that is in it it's so rich in nutrition they're not stupid they will eat it okay so anyways back to covering human beings meat is very satiating also or filling is another word because of the nutrient contents so why you should try to always eat meat first is because of this it's filling it's satiating. There's protein, yes, but there's also healthy fats in your meats. And if you eat it first, you will eat less and you're getting great nutrition at the same time. Okay, so on to the next one. Whole milk. Whole milk, what? Milk? Milk can't be on this list. Well, I'm not talking about regular milk, although you could have regular milk. There's just a big problem. Let me explain this to you. Whole milk, if you can tolerate it. Okay, lots of people are going to say, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't do this. Jay, this shit screws me up. It makes me fart. It makes me burp. It makes me swell up. Uh, All sorts of bad stuff happens. Okay, let's just break this down. Whole milk has an excellent protein source an excellent fat source. It has some sugars in it that are okay. It's lactose. 
whole milk has not been pasteurized or homogenized. It still has all of the enzymes that break down lactose, like lactase, okay? That's present in whole milk. Now, Louis Pasteur started this whole thing about running the milk through this process, why it's called pasteurization. Uh, he started a lot of stuff about germ theory and uh, other crap too that you might want to call into question, but I'm not going to get into that. Pasteurized products and homogenized pros- products are supposed to make it safer for you to consume, but they degrade the nutrients and they also destroy the digestive enzymes. So consider that if you can get whole milk, which is illegal, that's another very shady thing. It's illegal. In many states. So your farmer can't even sell you whole milk or he can go to jail. Now, I always call into question anything that seems shady with our government or federal law or anything of that nature. If it's not hurting anybody, why is it illegal? Well, that's what they claim is it's going to kill people. From the science I've looked at. It's healthier for you. Most things that seem to be healthier for you, they're trying to process, denature, do something to taint the process, to change the process to where they can get you as far away from natural as possible. Be aware of that. Understand that. And if you're inquisitive, look at the reasons why they're doing that. So that's whole milk for you. And that can include real whole cheese, other products, yogurts. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that you can think about that are produced and could be good for you in this fashion. So just think about it anyways. Let's move on to what the vegetarians are waiting for. We got our vegetables. We got leafy greens. Okay. They're awesome. They are the most not digestible, nutritious of the greens, like kale, spinach, cabbage. But we got to keep this in mind. All raw vegetables are harder to digest than if they're cooked. Remember, greens can't run from an animal that is eating them or an insect that is eating them. So they produce phytotoxins, which are defense chemicals to dissuade creatures from eating them by causing sickness or distress in the digestive system. So cook your greens. It pre-digests them and unlocks their nutrients for you to easily digest them. I eat spinach on a regular basis. I love it. I mix it in with my ground beef, my ground chicken, my ground turkey all the time. It's in there and I throw tons of it in and can't even tell it's there. But I love it because I get the nutrition of the spinach in with my meat while I'm eating it. Okay, next one on the vegetable list is asparagus. It's fibrous. It's nutritious. And it has an interesting slight diuretic effect, which means it makes you shed excess water that could be underneath your skin. You know, 
the the water that's underneath your skin is not very flattering. It can make you look puffy. So asparagus can help with that effect. Next is zucchini. And zucchini is actually considered a fruit, but most people think it's a vegetable. So I just thought I'd throw it on the list here. It's got high fiber, which is good for your digestive tract, and it's very easy to digest. Next, let's move on to stuff that would be in the fruit category. I know I'm not extensive in this list. I'm trying to keep this up to a very simple list that anybody can follow or do something with grab a couple things off this list and start correcting their dietary protocols eat off this get away from processed foods okay let's keep it simple fruits berries berries are the best fruit you could possibly eat they're high in fiber they're high in antioxidants they have the highest nutrient to calorie ratio of any fruit okay that is saying a lot. Any berries, blueberries are some of the best, my favorite personally, and they are the easiest to access for most people. It's a wonderful superfood. Get you some damn berries. Okay, other fruits apples, oranges, bananas, kiwis. Whatever it is that you want, just do them in minimal quantities. They're not bad for you, but they're not going to be great for you if you're eating three or four of them a day. They still have fructose, a form of sugar in them, okay? Especially a banana. Just like most bananas are ridiculously huge. It's the way that they have genetically bred these fruits nowadays. They're not normal sizes. They are incredibly big. So a banana can have 50 grams of sugar on up. That's a lot of sugar. It's better than a Snickers bar. There's fiber. There's potassium. There's other nutrients. Keep it to a minimum. All right. Don't be basing your whole day off of eating a piece of fruit with every meal or multiple pieces of fruit and always consider those berries because the berries are the best just new nutrient dense antioxidant dense now if you do eat excess fruit maybe it's okay but maybe you're exercising a lot maybe you're moving a lot and the fruit is helping you by keeping you going you're burning it up okay there is a reason why you don't need to worry about it too much but that's it. Eat whole fruits if possible. Like if we're talking about something like apples or something where you can have the skin, eat the skin. Don't skin the fruit. Now, if you have to because it's not appetizing, like an orange or something like that, then don't do it. Get rid of it. A banana, of course, you don't eat the, the banana pill, but you know what I'm talking about. If you run across a fruit, fruit like berries, the skin actually has fiber in it. Apples fibers in it pectin fiber okay more carbs we're not on fruits though you're loving the podcast right great so you can help out support me for a dollar a month up to ten dollars a month 
Yes, there's a subscribe button down at the bottom if you look in the description. Also, I'm going to include my Venmo if you want to do a one-time tip. So, if you would, it'll help keep me going. If you can't do it, don't worry. Free information is still going to be coming. So stay tuned and know I appreciate each and every one of you out there. Now, back to the show. Let's go to rice. Eat white, not brown. Why? It's easier to digest. There's other reasons that I'm not going to explain to you. Lots of people think brown is better. No, it's not. It's so much harder for you to digest. You get less nutrition out of it. It's minor. But if you consider that it's harder on your system and you get a little bit less nutrition, there's no point in eating the brown rice. You think it has more fiber. You think it has all this benefits to it. It doesn't. Scientifically proven now. Okay, white rice is cheap. It's easy to access. It pairs with any meal you want to put it with easily, whether it's breakfast or dinner, and it's low glycemic. Next, we don't have to hover on rice. Quinoa. If you've never heard of it, you should have. Quinoa is spelled Q-U-I-N-O-A. Quinoa is a phenomenal carbohydrate that has more protein than a carb like rice. And it's gluten-free. It's easy to digest. They make quinoa in pasta form too. So if you like pasta and you can't seem to get away from it, you need to buy quinoa pasta. Nice little tip. Next, potatoes. Okay, you can't do carbs without potatoes. They're healthy. White potatoes, red potatoes, sweet potatoes. Easy to digest, low glycemic. Just be careful not to ruin a good potato with butter and sour cream slathered all over it. Maybe a little butter, but sour cream, stay away from that. Ruining your healthy food it just serves no purpose. I mean, you got a perfectly good food in front of you. Don't screw it up. Use plenty of seasoning. Salt is not bad for you unless you have a diagnosed health condition, okay? Salt it up. Put a little bit of butter on it. Don't go crazy. Make it taste good. There's nothing wrong with that. Sweet potato, let me tell you what I do. On a sweet potato, I put stevia on it. Gross to you? Try it before you deny it. A baked sweet potato with stevia and a little bit of butter is dynamite. If you go to some steakhouses, you will notice they always come out with a little bit of butter on it. And they usually have like brown sugar or some kind of sugar that you can sprinkle over your sweet potato or it's already on the sweet potato. As a substitute, substitute put stevia on it. A natural sweetener that does not spike your glucose. Forcing you to form body fat and diabetes and all these other horrible things. Okay, there's that that tip for you. That's what I do. Love sweet potatoes with stevie on it. Mmm, mm, that shit good. Healthy fats. Yes, you need fats. Raw nuts will be the first on the list. Not roasted. Roasted degrades the nutrient quality slightly in your nuts. Not saying you can't have it, but 
if you want the full nutritional value of your nuts, don't have them roasted. Be careful on the quantities that you eat. Be very fucking careful here, okay? Because nuts are easy to smash. You can start snacking and you can eat a whole can or bag that's thousands of calories. It's so easy because the main nutrient in nuts is the healthy fats, which makes them calorie dense. Yes, there's protein. Yes, there's carbs. It's got all three sources of macronutrients in it. Wildly good food for you, but in specific quantities. Be careful about the snacking on these things because I've done this before, okay? Try to actually measure out what you want to eat. Try to actually measure out what you should eat instead of just opening up a can or bag. That's a better way to put it. Measure out what, look at it and go, okay, what's 500 calories? What do I want? This is one of the only foods I would recommend measuring, okay? Most other ones, don't worry about it. But nuts are so easy to go crazy with. They're like uh, open a bag of chips or some shit. Well, you're going to smash the whole bag of chips, right? And then you've done 1,500 calories of damage. You've eaten the equivalent of five potatoes with salt and all sorts of horrible oils and shit on it. And there's no way you could do that if it was five potatoes in natural form sitting in front of you. You can't eat five potatoes, but in a bag of chips, you can. So anyways, what I'm saying is with nuts, it's easy to get out of control. It's easy to get crazy. So just be careful and try to measure or have self-control over eating your nuts. If you can buy the nuts in shells where possible. It actually slows you down. It's more fun to crack open the nuts to get to it. Okay. You can do that with peanuts. You can do that with walnuts. You can do that with pistachios. And another tip for you, avoid trail mixes because trail mixes have tons of other bullshit in it. That's carbs. You've probably even seen the trail mixes with M&Ms in it. Freaking candy. Avoid trail mixes. Not good. So, I mean, I started off saying raw nuts. That should be pretty obvious. You avoid trail mix. Okay, next healthy fat, avocados. Very healthy. Pairs well with many meals. Guacamole, have that too. Avocado uh, avocado oil is good for your cooking. You're doing your cooking. You got to have some good oils. Stay away from vegetable oil, peanut oil. Use avocado oil, fine. Next is olive oil. Cook with olive oil. The best oil. Cold-pressed olive oil in a uh, dark bottle. Put away in your counter, uh, sorry, shelving, whatever the fuck. Somewhere in the shade. You don't put the shit in your kitchen window in the heat. Just put it that way. Any oil. Horrible. Bad. Don't do that. I can slap you in the face, I'd do it for putting your oil in the window. It degrades your oil. It breaks it down. It makes it bad. makes it toxic. So anyways, olive oil is extremely healthy if you're cooking with it. It's not only just good for cooking. It's good for dipping stuff in. It's good for salad dressing. It's well recognized, uh, the health benefits of olive oil, 
around the world, especially the Mediterranean diet. People that are living the longest in the blue zone seem to have this in common. They're all using olive oil. Okay, next. Butter. Real. Grass-fed, if possible, butter. Yes, it's not horrible for you. Now, another thing. If you go crazy with butter, just as I was talking about with raw nuts, you can fuck up everything. Too much of anything, like butter, which is delicious, is horrible. Now, cooking with butter is fine. Putting a little butter on something to make it taste better is fine. But slathering butter onto stuff is going to end up making your calories go through the roof. So you got to consider things in the quantity you're using them. Don't go exceptionally overboard or crazy with anything other than, I would say, proteins. Night. Eat as much protein as you want until your gut's going to bust because protein is so satiating. It will literally stop you, limit you from eating other foods. It's like a way of controlling your appetite. Eat your proteins first. So I'm talking about butter. Got back to protein somehow. But anyways, butter's not bad. Lots of people have been led to believe that it is. It's not bad. Okay, so eat it in small quantities or cook with it in small quantities. Just be conscious of what you're doing. Next is ghee. Ghee is butter with like the milk products lactose removed from it. So it's even cleaner and leaner. Use it for cooking or spreading on your stuff. Ghee is wonderful. Use it. Get it. It's just a leaner, meaner version of butter if you really want to look at it that way. I mean, if this is simple, okay? The list I gave you is not ridiculously long or super detailed. This is just a simple list of foods that will get you healthier. And if you stick to it, you'll probably end up losing weight. You'll have less disease. Maybe you'll get off your medications. Maybe you'll uh, get through diabetes somehow and uh, all of a sudden be an amazing person that you, uh, your doctor can proclaim to other people. Look here, we've got one that uh, we got off the diabetes drugs and stuff and they're, they're doing fine now. or off their heart medication and you'll impress them. I mean, that's how powerful eating these kind of foods can be. It's eating natural, clean, healthy foods that are not processed that make you a healthy human being. You're going to end up probably losing weight, right? That's a big deal nowadays. Most people are overweight. So that's another thing to think about. Okay, so add exercise if you can with this. That's even better. Simple exercise. I was talking about walking after each meal. Can you walk a couple times a day? Can you do some push-ups, sit-ups? Can you get some dumbbells out in your garage? Can you get a gym membership and do some simple machines? Can you get a personal trainer? Can you afford that? Um, Maybe you're already a gym junkie. Maybe you're just eating a bunch of trash. Well, Try cleaning up your diet with eating these foods and watch. You may be chiseled and looking like you're ready to go jump on a 
freaking bodybuilding stage or something before you know it. Okay, here's a little bonus for you. We've talked about all these foods and you don't see sugar anywhere, much sweet things other than fruits. Well, that's the way nature intended it. But there is one cheat, okay? Eustevia. That's the sweetener I use. Only stevia. Avoid sugar. Use it if you're going to have coffee. Use it if you're going to make something like a, I said a sweet potato and I wanted to have a sweet, sweet potato. Now, I still use supplements. I use protein powders to fill in the gaps where I don't get quite enough protein because I'm over 200 pounds and getting over 200 grams of protein just from meat every day is hard. So you might use some protein powders. And sometimes I do some protein powders and I throw a little stevia in it because I want it a little sweeter. Also, try out this freaking badass cereal called Magic Spoon. If you've never heard of Magic Spoon, I need to talk to them and say, hey, man, sponsor me because I eat your shit as often as I possibly can. It seems expensive. Look into it, Magic Spoon, but you have to consider the nutrition you get. This stuff is gluten-free. It's There's nothing bad in it. Let me just put it that way. It's high protein. It's gluten-free. It's got nothing to upset your stomach or digestive system in it. Everybody that has some kind of issue can eat this cereal. And it tastes like childhood cereals that we had, like Captain Crunch or Fruit Loops or whatever you can think of. They got a flavor that mimics something from your childhood, some kind of bad cereal. And it tastes like it, but there's no sugar in it. There's nothing bad in it. That's another little cheat for you. If you're going to have anything processed, there is far and few processed foods out there that I would recommend. But I will give Magic Spoon a thumbs up, although I just find it hard to access for most people because it's too damn expensive. Considering, I mean, what you get. You get like five servings out of a box. Most people, you know, they're going to spend the same amount of money and get 10 servings out of a Cheerios box or Lucky Charms or whatever the hell they go buy at the store. So they go, oh, the look at the cost difference in these two versus what I get. Well, look at the trash you get in those boxes of cereals that you get. Look at the nutritional value. Then you'll see the difference. Then you'll actually go, I'm actually getting more out of Magic Spoon than I am a box of Lucky Charms. Because it's simply killing you. It's simply waste. It's trash. It has a bunch of chemicals and crap and carbohydrates and sugar and nothing good for you. All it is is filler. It's something to put in your stomach and give you a little bit of energy, but no nutrient-dense stuff for your cells, for your atoms, for your body, for your life force. It's nothing but energy, which that's sugar will give you energy all day long, but you can't use up all of it. You're going to put away some of it as body fat, and then all the chemicals that are in that processed trash is just going to end up killing you, giving you diseases. That's the main thing I'm trying to get you away from here. Processed stuff is killing you. It's giving you diseases. 
all things that are run through a man-made process, get it down to the most simple you can. It's run through one or two things, got it to me, and I'm eating it. It's not run through 50 different processing plants and has 50 different chemicals in it. And if it's in a box or a bag and it's got these 50 different chemicals, then I mean, I've preached this shit enough. You're probably like, shut the fuck up, Jay. Okay, I've heard this shit enough. I'm turning this podcast off. So I'm just going to shut up. I've provided you with a healthy list of stuff that I promise if you will follow, it will change your life. Foods that can change your life. It's as simple as what I just laid out for you. Do you have the guts to do it? Can you do it? I'll leave it at that. I love you guys out there in podcast land and I'm providing this information to always serve a purpose in your life. To raise your awareness, to raise your health, to raise your lifestyle, to provide you entertainment is something. I'm trying to give you some kind of value. So use it or lose it. It's here for you. And it's free. Unless, of course, you want to tip me or you want to support the podcast on the link that's below in the description. That's your choice. But it's free if you want it. So use it, please. Because I'm putting time, effort, and energy into this because I care about the human race out there. My brothers and sisters, I want to see you strive and do something with your life and have the best life you can. We're all going to die someday, but in that in-between from birth to death, we can do something special if we make the best of it. And there's so many facets to that. Today is on what you eat, the health, the stuff that you put in your mouth. Do the best you can. Much love, and I will catch you on the next one. Until then, take care, and I am out until the next episode. Take care. Bye. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own risk.